She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And I'm so excited to introduce to you John Lawrence. And he is a naturopath, he's a chiropractic neurologist. He really specializes in chronic disease. He also specializes in intermittent fasting. We're going to be talking about that today. So, John, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So let's talk about fasting and some of the things. First of all, I want to talk about how, how mitochondria and fasting go hand in hand and can heal your body. Boy, you know, you could look at it from a lot of different perspectives. <clears throat> and um, I think one perspective that people maybe aren't talking about as much as they should is that we are in a world of so much stress, you know, especially since this pandemic. Um, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of my patients come in and, um, you know, they're, they're terrified, you know, they're afraid to leave their house without a mask on and people are out exercising in the wind and the sun with masks. And, uh, you know, so there's, there's a lot of fear that's being driven in addition to other stressors that we already had before this, which is, you know, physical, uh, mental, emotional stress, um, which I think a lot of the, the the pandemics bringing on to accentuate the electromagnetic stress, which I think we should touch on a little bit as well. Um, chemical stress, you know, there's there's a lot of people have chronic um, sensitivities as well, which is stimulating at the core. All these stresses really kind of come into inflammation, right? And, you know, we, we, we look at inflammation and we look at that as being um, really at the core of almost all disease processes. So in that, 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 that topic where you're looking at everything converging in on inflammation, what you have to appreciate is that when the body is attacked and it has an inflammatory reaction, it triggers a stress response. And that stress response is going to raise certain stress hormones. And those stress hormones are going to block a lot of the different um, um, pathways, such as your 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 thyroid. It, it it doesn't allow thyroid to convert properly, and it, um, it 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 spikes cortisol really, and so then you have a lot of blood sugar and insulin problems that can um, can uh, uh, result from this chronic cortisol. So inflammation um, raises your stress hormones, which will screw up a lot of your, your hormones ultimately. Yeah. So, so you have this, you have this situation where the inflammation is stress and your ability to deal with the stress varies from individual to individual. So this is what we have control over is like, how can we affect our resilience to stress? And this is where the mitochondria really plays in, in hand, because this is where all the action happens, right? The oxygen, the glucose is coming into the cell. And then that's the magic area where the energy is made. And it's either going to be a lot of pollution being created with that energy, or, it, or it's going to be more efficient or less efficient. And so these are the decisions and the, the, the choices that we need to start looking at to understand when we make certain lifestyle choices or we're doing certain types of, you know, biohacks or health or healing, uh, like how is that affecting our ability to cleanly and efficiently make energy?
So for someone who doesn't, has never even heard of the word mitochondria, because, you know, some people haven't, I want you to simplify it a little bit and kind of break it down for people and say, okay, what is it? And how does fasting help? Mm. Yeah. So think about it like, um, if you had a, a train and you were, it was driven by coal and you had a, um, like a furnace and you're throwing coal into that furnace and inside the furnace, the coal's burning. And a result of that burning, it's, it's, it, you've got energy in the form of heat that's driving that train. So you want to think about oxygen and glucose being like the coal that's being put into that furnace. And the furnace is actually the mitochondria. And so these are our little uh, furnaces really in our, in our cells. It's um, so when you start talking about um, oxidation, this is the result of that burning energy. And we have an antioxidant um, ability and we have antioxidants that our body both stores and produces that buffer this situation. When we have excessive stress, what happens is we get more, of this pollution that that starts to come in, and unless we have a, a strong antioxidant um, capacity, so imagine if you were to cr be cruising in this train down the tracks, and it's going at a nice, moderate, you know, a slow, a speed that the the train's comfortable with. It's like the zone, right? So it, you're burning just as enough coal. It's not really stressing the wheels, or you know, the, the train's doing pretty well. But then all of a sudden, you want to throw it into hyper gear right? There's a lot of problems that can start happening when you start driving that train faster and harder than what it's designed to handle. This is what is happening to so many people is that, you know, the wheels just weren't meant for that train to go that, that fast and hard. Mm -hmm. And so when we look at the mitochondria, we're saying, okay, well, how much energy are we demanding from that mitochondria given, you know, how we're taking care of our mitochondria? So when we talk about fasting, we're specifically getting into some methods that can really take and make your trains fresh and new and ability to actually handle more, um, more demand. So, you know, obviously there's different types of fasting, you know, some people are really promoting the alternate day fasting, um, where they're eating, you know, one day fasting the next right now. Um, where are you seeing the most benefits when somebody says, okay, I, I'm with you. I get it. I think fasting and mitochondrial health are, you know, kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. What are some of your favorite fasting kind of tips to get it, you, your cells really fired up and back on track? Yeah. Great question. You know, I get asked that quite a bit. In fact, it's been something I've been asked so much and, and I I've been using intermittent fasting and fasting techniques for probably 20 years clinically. I mean, it's been something I've been using with my patients and myself. Actually, it was one of the things I um, was, were utilizing early on when I was very sick with Lyme disease. Um, you know, just a little history of myself. I, I, I got sick. I didn't know what it was. I suffered for like literally 14 years before I figured out it was Lyme and mold illness. And that kind of started the journey to figure out um, how to kind of heal myself. And through that process, there was a lot of use of fasting because it was one of the few things that I would do that I would really notice 
it really just downregulated a lot of my inflammation. And at, little did I know at the time, it was upregulating a lot of this great mitochondrial function. So um, to your question about like which exact fast and um, what are some things that we can do to kind of improve the efficacy of the fast, um, I think that there's, there are, you're right, there are a lot of different options. I think a 24-hour fast once a week makes a lot of sense and it's easy for people to do. I think um, skipping breakfast tends to be the easiest way to narrow the window each day. So I think every day people should do um, a narrow feeding window if they can do six hours, eight hours, 10 hours, somewhere in there. And then once a week, I think a 24-hour fast makes a lot of sense where you go generally lunch to lunch. And for people that are, are dealing with um, any type of um, significant issues, uh, some sort of disease process, or they're really looking to maybe like get their health to a, a higher level and be a little bit more aggressive, we'll have them do a three to five day fast. Um, but instead of just doing one of those, Volter Longo really shed a lot of light on this, where if you do it once a month for three months, there's tremendous benefits with, with patients versus just trying to do one three to five day fast and thinking, you know, all right, I did the fast, you know, but that's not all that that can give you. So um, we have a protocol where we go three months and we'll have people do 24 hour fasts um, once, you know, once a week. And then that one week a month, we'll have them do the three to five week, the three to five day. And we'll do that for a full three months. And um, we've had some really good success with that. And any tips that you have to get people to go from doing just a, the 24 hour, I think most people, you know, can do pretty easily. But then once you start getting into the two day and three day fast, it definitely starts getting harder and harder. Mm -hmm. What would you say are your best tips for doing that, that extended fasting? Well, one thing is important for everyone to understand is that the cravings will come and go. So if you're feeling a lot of cravings, you know, hydrate, drink a lot of water. So you can add a, a tablespoon of like um, ground flax seed or ground chia seed and put that like in a glass of water and drink that. Um, that's been a, of help for some people. Um, but, but in general, you know, if you just kind of hold off, usually what'll happen is that craving will kind of go and then you can continue the fast. And that will generally after two days um, uh, be much easier to tolerate for the, for the rest of the fast. Hey guys, I really want you to join our intermittent fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our intermittent fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Mm, yeah, I think that's really good. And I think pickle juice like a tablespoon. I, I use a tablespoon of pickle juice, like mm. with non-sugar. And I don't know, I literally become like a new person or, um, if I'm really on the dying trail, I'll just squeeze like a little bit of lemon or a little bit of lime in my water. Yeah. And it, like, I literally feel like I just had like a cheeseburger. Uh, you know? You're yeah. like, Oh my gosh, I just had that lime or lemon. And I just, 
I don't count that when I'm doing an extended fast, mm. you know, a tablespoon. You, of you know, the only thing I might, I might consider is, um, the sugar content in the, um, you know, in the, uh, in the pickle juice, pickle juice, yeah. if you're getting pulled out of ketosis, um, you know, pay attention to when, cause you feel good at the time, but like what, what might happen like an hour later, like later. Are you crashing a little bit, um, uh, you know, macadamia nuts have been like a, a, a cheat for me that I've used, mm -hmm. you know, cause sometimes you just need to cheat. Mm -hmm. And it's okay because Walter Longo also looked at that and he found that um, you could have under like, say, 700 calories in mm -hmm. each day and you still had a lot of the benefits of fasting. So, you know, don't be too hard on yourself if you just absolutely have to. And mm -hmm. a lot of people like you and me, we still have to work. We can't necessarily just mm -hmm. sit on the couch for three to five days, right? Right, right, exactly. So let's talk about what's so exciting, which your new book is coming out about melatonin. Um, it's, I think it's, is it called the miracle molecule or something uh -huh. like that? Yeah. So um, tell us, give us like a little smidgen of a couple of your best tips that you talk about in that book. So it's a, it's a big, it's a big book. It was a big undertaking. Um, it's been over a year in the making and um, it has just been, shocking to me at all of the different things that melatonin does. And, you know, I think one thing that um, is really, so we're already on the subject of mitochondria. We can talk about melatonin and the mitochondria because it, melatonin is literally the molecule in the mitochondria that allows you to be resilient to stress. So like we go back to that, that, that train and that furnace um, if that furnace starts to get too hot, melatonin is basically like some water or a, a radiator, you know, like the radiator in your car would be like hooking a radiator up next to that engine and cooling it down a little bit. Mm. And the melatonin is in every cell of your body and its primary function is to help you to deal with stress. In fact, when they first started looking at melatonin, Chantel, this is really interesting. And to me, when I, when I look at this study, I think that that study's happening right now with everything going on with the pandemic. So what they did is they were looking at, um, they were looking at mice and they were, uh, administering melatonin. They were trying to determine if there's any benefit to melatonin and they really didn't see anything you know, they didn't notice that there was any difference with the, the mice that had the melatonin versus not have the melatonin. But what that, they were doing the test under a normal circumstance where there was no stress. So at some point down the, the, in the future, they, they redid the test, but then they stressed some of the mice and the other ones, they just left to do whatever they were going to do. And the way they stressed these mice is they put them in a tube and they poke holes in the tube. You know, could you imagine like being in a tube where you can't, it's like being in an MRI, right? And you're in this MRI tube and you have to be in there for like a certain amount of hours every day. And this is extremely stressful for those as much as it would be stressful for anybody. Um, and what they did is they did that for these, uh, the group and they compared them and they found that the mice that had the melatonin as a supplement were able to avoid a lot of the diseases that the mice that didn't have them, um, obesity and diabetes and the, the length of, um, 
longevity. So the mice lived a lot longer that had the melatonin. So they're like, aha, we, we figured it out. It's melatonin's ability to help us to deal with stress. Well, I want you to talk a little bit about how fasting and melatonin can help improve your sleep. Because when I think of melatonin, you know, I think just the average person that doesn't know melatonin that well, when you think melatonin, you think, you know, if you take melatonin, you're, you're going to help your sleep, right? Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, they've done a lot of fasting. They've done a lot of studies how uh, some people like first time fasters, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're like, oh my gosh, this is really disrupting my sleep, right? Because they're lying awake in bed, they're bored, they're hungry. They're like, oh my gosh, if I'm not full, you know, I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. But then fasting in the long term, you know, when you start fasting, even intermittent fasting regularly, your body adapts and, you know, your circadian rhythm becomes more pronounced in a good way. Mm -hmm. And that the, your intermittent fasting causes your insulin levels to drop and melatonin levels to rise. Mm -hmm. And melatonin is you, your body's primary, you know, it's sleep hormone, right? Don't you mm -hmm. agree that can help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Melatonin's at the heart of this kind of sleep wake cycle or the circadian rhythm. And um, your microbiome actually works into this. Right. And so one of the benefits of fasting is that we create a stress to our microbiome, but it's a good stress. They call mm -hmm. this stress hormesis. So the word hormesis is a term that describes where we have a stress that gives us a net gain in um, as a response to the stress, like exercise, you know, would be hormetic stress to the muscle. Um, fasting is a hormetic stress to the microbiome. It's also hormetic stress to your metabolism. So when we look at the microbiome, I, I'm more and more, Chantel, I'm starting to get just fascinated at how important your microbiome is to health and vitality and even just feeling good and being happy. You know, these microbiome in our body are literally taking signals from us and producing signals themselves in form of molecules that affect our thoughts and behaviors. And so besides it being important for basically health and vitality and having a strong gut, it's literally um, much more expansive than that is what the science is telling us. So we really wanna take care of our microbiome. And this ties into your original question is, where does, does melatonin tie into fasting? And it totally does. In fact, that's why we put melatonin as, um, the part, the phase three in the mitofast. So basically, um, before I give you the, the candy here, as far as how that works, um, I want to, I want to explain this mitofast that we're, we're, we're really having some great success in the clinic here with, with, and people are loving the fact that they've got this kind of structured fasting protocol. And so we called it mitofast because my mitochondria. And so we have a phase one, a phase two and a phase three. And in phase one, what we're doing is we're loading people up with NAD. And so NAD is kind of this um, nutrient that supplies energy. And it's primarily at the mitochondrial level that this NAD um, really helps us. 
And we lose it as we get older, we lose it with disease and stressors and so forth. So it's like a substance that we need to keep certain levels. Poor sleep and alcohol use are actually at the top of the list of things that really drain and deplete our NAD. And they look, they're looking at NAD as being at the root of a lot of different diseases, cancers and um, metabolic diseases. You know, So it's something that sh people should be really interested in, not only understanding, but also supplementing something to get to boost those NAD levels. So we, we have some, um, um, the, you know, one of the most exciting, I think, products that we have in the phase one, Chantel, is something called NADMAX or NADMAX. And NADMAX comes in a liposomal, um, but even more exciting than the liposomal is the suppository. So are you familiar with suppositories? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there it's a rectal application. And so, you know, for those of you in the audience thinking, you know, oh, I'll never do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's very popular in Europe and, um, there's a lot of, um, applications where people use them because the absorption is so high and the absorption is special because it's a slow bleed into your bloodstream directly into your bloodstream over, you know, even up to a five to eight hour period of time. And so um, we have a melatonin suppository called Sandman, which really is great for a sleep um, product because it does give you that full night of slow release. But back to this phase one, what we were able to do is we were able to design a NAD suppository that has um, as much or more NAD as a lot of clinics that are offering these NAD IVs. And you can pay as much as $1,500 for one of these IVs. And you have to sit there because you get these side effects, right? And you, have you done one before? There's, it's funny. I was just going to tell you about that. So I do go to this place called Restore Cryotherapy. Okay. I'm just obsessed with cryotherapy right now. I don't know yeah. what it is, but it's just, <clears throat> I've been like on a kick and they have this program. It's like $299 where you can go every single day. So I've been going to cryotherapy and doing the PBM. I finally bought that juve light, you know, at my uh -huh. house now, Yeah, but they have been trying to talk me into it. And I'm like, the way they say it to you, they're like, Oh my gosh, you have to do this NAD therapy the IV, you have to come in early. They make you come in when nobody else is there. So mm -hmm. they're like, you have to come either like 8 a.m. or they'll come to your house for an additional $200. But it's like $1,600 to yeah, do it. Right. And they're like, you can have some really bad uh, side effects. You can have stomach mm -hmm. cramping. So you have to have a nurse there and we don't want anyone in the building to be around. So that's what why it costs so right. much money. And I'm thinking to myself, that sounds miserable. Like, why do I want yeah. to pay $1,600 for that? That's nuts. Well, so when you're dripping it, if you drip too fast, there's, yeah, there's some kind of weird side effects. You know, you feel crampy. You can feel like, um, um, you know, it's kind of hard to describe. You know, if you've done like niacin, you kind of get a niacin flush, but it's more of like a flush in your cardiovascular system. So you bottom line is you can't go very fast. You have to go slow and it, it can, you can be there for up to like eight hours dripping this IV. So can you imagine if you could just basically you put a suppository in and you can have that basically dripping and you don't miss a beat and you can go along your merry way. There's zero side effects, but you can get all the benefits of something like that. And it doesn't cost $1,600. 
it's less than 20 bucks. (laughs) That is awesome. I can't wait. So if someone, we do need to give them um, a coupon code. Why don't we make the coupon code? Can we make it fasting? Do you already have someone? All right, let's make it fasting. So that could be the coupon code. Um, So how does someone get this? Because that sounds amazing. Well, so, right. So you can find the kit. Um, we have a website where we, we have them. Why don't we um, put a coupon code for these kits and we'll create a link on, in your show notes. Okay, perfect. We'll do that. Hey guys, I'd love for you guys to listen to a podcast that we did about the side effects from wine and the differences between natural wine and traditional wine. So go to ChantelRayway.com slash wine and you'll see transcripts, you'll see some different episodes, but here's the thing. You can get your penny bottle now of dry farm wines and make the decision that if you're gonna have wine, to make sure you have the most natural, healthy wine in the world with no added only natural ingredients. All the other wines out there have so much sulfate, so much sugar. Why put that poison in your body? So get your penny bottle now at ChantelRayWay.com slash wine. I did want to ask you about, I want to touch more on the Lyme and mold disease and what you did to heal your body. Because I think a lot of people are having, first, I want you to talk about what are some of the symptoms that you had that made you go, okay, yes, this is Lyme and mold issues. And how did you heal your body? Mm. Well, you know, that was a tough journey. You know, I, I, I have a dear friend, Dr. Dan Pompa, which, you know, I, I'm. Yes, I know. He's wonderful. Yeah. If people are following fasting strategies, they've got to be following uh, my friend, Dan. Um, But, you know, we both share a very similar pain to purpose story. And, you know, it was, um, you know, difficult. I thought I was going to die, you know, and nobody really can sympathize with you because you feel terrible. You know, you, you don't have the energy, you're in pain, but it's not like you're walking around with this diagnosis of cancer, you know, something that people can like really connect with, you know, you just know that you don't feel good. And so, um, that was almost as difficult as the actual disease itself is, is just feeling kind of isolated in that way. But, um, you know, uh, their, their fasting, like I had mentioned early, earlier was, was so helpful in the middle of that, um, problem, even though I didn't know what was wrong with me for a good part of it, I would fast for days and days. And so what happened was I started to lose a tremendous amount of weight. Right. So I was basically like a skeleton because I was doing so much fasting, but it was helping me feel like normal. Right. And so I'm sure a lot of people thought I I was having some, you know, maybe I looked like I was homeless or addicted to heroin or just something crazy like that because I was doing just too much fasting really. Mm. And so what else did you do besides the fasting? Um, Well, you know, here in our clinic, we, we do IVs and we had been doing some IVs even before that, um, that time period. So, um, you know, I did go to a lot of different other practitioners that were specializing in Lyme and, um, uh, you know, some of the things that really worked for me, I brought back to the clinic. And so we, we have a pretty comprehensive program here 
that we work with people. And ozone was one of the things that was really helpful for me. Are you familiar with ozone? Yes, I am. It really does help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So o- ozone intravenously, um, there's rectal applications to ozone. Uh, so you can get your own machine at home. Uh, once, once things really started to gear up with, um, with COVID, I, I know all of my close friends, I really encouraged them to get their own generator at home, you know, and start using it to kind of strengthen their immune system. Now, do you sell those? We have a system that we have a, um, an account with. Okay. I'll put those in the show notes as well. Sure. So I want to hear about a day in the life of you. So I know you've got some really amazing habits that you have and kind of some systems that you put in place that you kind of do every day. So I want to talk about some of those hacks that you've incorporated into your day. Well, so this morning I woke up and um, I was probably up at about 4 a.m., which is not untypical for me. I There was one morning I was actually up at 2.30 which was crazy, but I, I'm kind of, we have this book that we're launching on melatonin, right? So I've been like really working hard. Um, and so, you know, like this morning I woke up at 4am, I did some meditation for about an hour. Um, I've been really into Joe Dispenza and some of his meditations. You can find those on YouTube and he has a meditation called blessings, blessing the chakras. And so I went through that as a beautiful meditation. And then after that, I got into my, um, I have this Japanese hot plunge, cold plunge setup, kind of in the back. <laughs> and did you watch that tour I did with yes, Ben Azadi? I did Is that watch how you it. And me? here's what I want you to do. If you guys are listening to this episode, I'd like you to go to YouTube and watch it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think there's different ways to set this type of thing up at your house early on before I got the fancy hot plunge and cold plunge. I just had this big animal trough, like this big plastic trough, and I would fill it with ice and water. Um, and then I had a jacuzzi. So I would kind of go between the two. Um, so I really like that. I'm a fan of that. I, I have some, um, kind of yoga and stretching routines that I do in the hot plunge as well. And then I have a, um, a a rebounder, you know, that's kind of like right on the side of all of it. So I do the, the stretching and the breathing in the, um, in the hot plunge. And we have a product called Zen who I know Ben Azadi is a big fan of. So oftentimes I'll do like Wim Hof type breathing in the hot plunge and I'll do my Zen nasal spray. And so you go into this really centered grounded space. I'll jump in the cold plunge and then I'll rebound for, for a bit until I start getting cold. And then I'll kind of repeat that three times. Then after that, I'll get in front of the red light for 10 minutes. And I, I learned the, um, the best way to do this from Ben Greenfield, another friend of mine, I was recording a podcast out in his, um, his house in, um, in Washington. And, um, basically he had two panels sitting on top of each other in front of him. So he's getting the front done. And then he had the, the, the four, I've got six, but he had four panels behind him. And so it's at the the standing desk. So you can sit there, check your emails and you're getting your red light treatment. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really, it's really a nice setup. I'll take a picture of that for you. Cause for those that want to really maximize their, their time, 
Yeah. It's a nice way to do yeah. it. I love that. Yeah. So I'm waiting for mine to come in. I do have the rebounder and I have the vibration plates as well. And I try to do that. Do you, you have that as well? Talk about that for just a minute. Yeah. The vibration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the, um, the vibration platforms, we, we got into that literally probably 15 years ago. Um, we were early adopters with it and we were using it for posture. So we were having, different weights that we would put on patients and we were looking at their, their, their posture. And then we would have them vibrate for certain periods of time in order to like recalibrate how they were, um, holding their, their, their posture. And, um, and then, you know, we were looking at the research behind that. And so, you know, the release of growth hormone, this was early on. Right. And so we were, we were noticing that the patients that were doing a lot of these vibrations, uh, treatments where they're, their blood sugar was better. You know, they were losing weight, they were healing faster. So, um, it's, yeah, it's an easy biohack. They're not expensive these days. And you can even just like 10 minutes a day can be really helpful. Yeah, I have as I'll put my, my setup in the video as well, where I have this infrared sauna, the vibration plates, I have a rebounder. It was funny because I was watching your video and I was like, oh my gosh, I have all of that too. Uh -huh. It's just yeah. making you it. You have the biocharger as well? I don't have the biocharger. Did, did we play it when it was running or did you just see it sitting there? I think I just saw it. Tell, talk about the biocharger and what that is. Yeah. So it looks like something out of... Um, you know, some sort of science fiction movie. Cause it's got like all this electrical things coming out of it and all these lights and flickering and this different sounds that it's coming based on the different frequencies, but it's based on, um, basically these frequencies that go and affect you physically. So they're, um, they're, they're different, um, frequencies that are coming from gas that's in these different tubes and, you know, the elect, the electricity is going through the coils and yeah. So I'll, I'll try to get you a video clip of the machine actually working. Cause it's really, it, it, yeah. it's really kind of cool. And you can feel it when you're sitting in front of it, you know, so, and there's different settings on it where you can do lymphatics or met metabolism or alpha brainwave and, or viral infections, you know, whatever you want to set the machine to there's, there's settings with it. What is your thoughts on the vibration plates really helping with killing parasites? Do you think that that is a piece that it really helps with? You know, I, if I, I don't think I could really comment on that. It's not something that I've really, um, I've really looked at, but if I were to think about it, um, just the science behind it, it would make sense because you're, you're causing like a physical stress, right? To uh, maybe a, uh, an, an animal that's not able to endure that maybe would want them to say, Hey, you know, it's like, if your house was shaking, you'd be like, get me out of here. I don't want to live here anymore. Right. right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think it's just like the old, like the ultrasonic wavelengths or something about it. But mm. I always, when I do that machine, I feel like, and sometimes, you know, if you do it for too long, you know, you're supposed to do it for 10 minutes or whatever. And mm -hmm. if you do it for too long, sometimes you're, it'll itch, your legs mm -hmm, will itch. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, I'm always thinking, oh, those are the parasites. 
Uh, my body coming out (laughs) (laughs) the parasites are coming out right now oh my gosh yeah it could be well yeah it's hard to say it's hard to say you know Mm -hmm. your skin is definitely like a, a detox organ right so when you start getting your body detoxing like i think the 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 vibration platform does it might be activating some of your methods of getting rid of toxins, you know, your, your bowels may start working a little bit better, which they should your liver, your gallbladder, you know, your skin. So that's probably where that's coming from. Love it. Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at chantelrayway.com and you'll get the audio book right away. Well, this has been amazing. Tell listeners about your how they can get the book and they can get their free electronic copy um, if they order it. And I want you to talk about your other websites as well. Okay. So before I do that, I promised that I would wrap up the connection between melatonin oh, yes. and fasting, right? Yes. We didn't do that. Yes. And, um, so if you were to fast and stress your microbiome, what the microbiome does when it goes through its circadian rhythm is there's a signaling from melatonin that's called swarming. So your microbiome does do something called swarming. And so it relies on this release of melatonin, which in the gut is 400 times higher than in the brain. So just to give you an idea of how important melatonin is throughout the entire body, that's got its own separate situation in the gut. So we know that we're not getting the amount of melatonin that we need today. You know, we have light pollution and stress and blah, 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 blah. So this strong effect from our own endogenous melatonin production is just not cutting it. So supplementing melatonin can be really important. And that's why we have melatonin in various delivery. And by the way, oral melatonin is only two and a half percent absorbed. That's just what the science tells us. So we want to look at um, alternate, you know, suppositories makes a lot of sense. We have a liposomal that makes a lot of sense. So what you can get is you can get a strong microbiome swarming. So that's why we put the melatonin in really high doses. So we're advocating patients taking doses up to 100 and 200 milligrams, not the little three, you know, just for people listening, that's a lot of melatonin because a lot of doctors, what they'll recommend is three, four, maybe six, 10 milligrams max. And what people need to realize is that there's no negative feedback loop. So you don't shut down your own production of melatonin when you take it exogenously. It's a really unique hormone that way. And you also, there's no toxic effects to melatonin. They've done studies and they've given animals what would be like 150,000 milligrams. And they stopped the studies because the animals looked fine. So there's no toxicity level with it. So there's no concern with going higher. And obviously with gut melatonin being 400 times higher than it is with the brain, you want higher doses of melatonin to get some different um, benefits beyond just sleep. So that's what we really dive into with this book. Um, That's what the phase three really looks at is after the fast, what types of things you can do to accentuate the, um, the positive effects that you want from a fast, such as increasing mTOR, right? I don't know if your listeners are familiar with this. Yes. 
And so you want that growth and repair after when you're feeding. And so we also do this high dose of melatonin during that feeding process to accentuate the microbiome swarming post fast. So that makes a lot of sense. So you can find the book. It's, um, there's a pre-release. We are releasing it, um, May 1st, by the time this podcast comes out, maybe it'll already be May 1st, but um, melatoninbook.com. And uh, we'll use the, um, the the code fasting there as well. So you can get 5% off the book. And um, yeah, I think it was that. that yeah, that, that's great. And, it, you know, I think the thing is, is that a lot of people don't realize that melatonin is a hormone that's produced you know, by a gland in your brain. And I think they just think of melatonin like the average person thinks a melatonin is just a supplement that will help me sleep, sleep. And they don't realize that your body can produce that your body, it's a hormone. Like they don't realize it's a hormone that's produced. Talk about that for just a second. Well, you're right. There's not a lot of, um, knowledge that's being disseminated on melatonin. That's why I wrote the book. Um, I mean, even for infections, you know, hospitals are using high dose melatonin for COVID. Um, there's a lot of body of research showing that when, um, when, when various, very lethal infections are given to various, um, uh, animal models that melatonin, um, the survival rate is literally one study they did with a, a, a lethal, um, virus, the, the, the survival rate literally went from, um, 6%, meaning 6% of the animals were living when they injected this virus to 96% when the animals were given melatonin. So there, there seems to be, it calms that cytokine storm that we're hearing about, right? So it works on, allowing the body to handle that infection stress. Remember we talked about how melatonin handles stress. Well, infection is one of the stresses. So because the infection causes inflammation and it's that inflammation in the mitochondria that gets out of control and the melatonin's there as that radiator in that little train, right? In that little furnace that we're, that's keeping things calm. And we want things to remain calm when we have an infection like COVID-19. And they don't. And that's where people wind up in the ICU on a ventilator is because it's out of control inflammation. So melatonin has got a lot of applications. So, you know, if you really, if if people really want to take a dive, because we're just touching on just a tiny bit, like, I mean, autoimmunity, um, the gut, we talked about the skin for people that want to look younger. Um, I mean, it just liver, cancer, it, it autism with children, you know, higher doses with children. There's really some interesting applications there. Mm. Yeah. Now people can actually come see you cause you, you do have a clinic. Where is it and tell people how they can find you there. So we're in Sarasota, Florida, and we've got a, um, a holistic clinic here. We do a lot of, um, you know, stem cells and regenerative medicine for orthopedics. Uh, we, we started doing that with bone marrow and, uh, you know, various, um, stem cell, um, uh, procedures probably 20 years ago. So we were early adopters. Um, and so we also do a lot of work with chronic patients. Um, we're using a German uh, treatment for inner ear. So we're doing some really exciting things with like hearing loss and tinnitus 
and balance issues with this with this laser treatment called uh, Lumamed. Um, and and then of course we already kind of touched on some of the things that we're doing with with Lyme and mold. We also do a lot with patients with stroke, um, degenerative neurologic diseases, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Um, vestibular disorders where people are dizzy quite a bit. This is more on the side of the chiropractic neurology where we, we do some, some um, really interesting cranial work. Have you ever done, had cranial work done Chantel? No, but I need it. I, it's funny. Cause I just got back from Costa Rica and I have like this perfect pillow that I normally sleep with, you know, uh -huh. at home and yeah. I didn't bring it with me. And so when I was there and like being on the plane, like I actually just went to a chiropractor this morning because I have like this crick in my neck that I, uh -huh. I zoom through the camera and come see you right now. Cause I've you, got this you crick. Know, you ought to get my friend, Peter Martoni on your podcast. Oh he yes. He's been called on. The neck nest. Yes. Yeah. I've got, yes. His pillow is amazing. And I have had him, his, his show, his episode was one of our highest downloads. Okay. Um, he's phenomenal. I love that yeah, episode. I know he's, we've recorded it. He's the best. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a great personality. So, um, yeah. So the, um, the, uh, the cranial work that I do, I did on, it's funny that we're bringing Peter into this. So <laughs> I was, I was at a, I was invited to a conference and Peter and I hit it off immediately. Right. And so we go off and we're in one of the hotel rooms and he's doing chiropractic on somebody and I'm doing my cranial work, which incidentally it's using balloons that go into the nose. Mm. So it's an endonasal and it really gets the cranium opened up. People, people's airways are more open. And, and I found just a variety of different neurological conditions that respond really well to, to this. And so Peter was like, Hey, you know, I'd like to, can you, can you treat me? And he loved it. I mean, he's actually referred me a, a number of patients to have this done, but uh, yeah. So you'll have to ask him about that next time. That's awesome. Well, yeah, me and my husband are talking about buying a second home in Florida. So maybe we'll have to buy one close to Sarasota. That'd be awesome. So we can be near you. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. And I just want to tell you, I really just appreciate all of your forward thinking and just what a huge impact you're making on people's health. So thank you for all you do. We really, have, and I can't wait for your new book to come out. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, spreading the, the good news that you're spreading and keeping it um, where people can understand it. You know, you've got a great platform and so really appreciate you. Well, thank you. And you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.